Pikachu, I choose you! Oh. Pika Pika, motherfucker! <laughs> Do you like that that I sent to you? Uh, Anime sucks! Pika Pika, motherfucker! Yeah! <laughs> and with that, welcome to the darker side of humor and geekdom. Welcome to the Shadow Box. I'm Levon. I'm Jesse. And the famous. Who sends pictures of Pikachu choke slamming people. Fuck yeah, he did! Uh, did you like the one I sent you? I don't think I've seen the one that you sent me. <laughs> really? The orphan and then the the Pikachu, you know, the guy's poking the Pikachu and all of a sudden gets slapped by the, uh, the chair because he's poking her boobs. Really? You sent me the laughing emoji this morning. That was this morning and I first woke up. You expect me to fucking remember that? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah! Yeah, I remember that one now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Punch and Orphan one was amazing, though. <laughs> Punch and Orphan. Who are they going to tell? Their parents? Yeah, I saw that. It was the Jigglypuff with legs. That was fantastic. It was. <laughs> but, yeah, the Pikachu one was my favorite. That I sent you. I was like, I was surfing around last night, and I was like, you know what? That's going to Jesse. <laughs> but oh man, fuck a duck. We're in September. Yep. What's wrong with September? I'm not waking up. But then again, September just began, so you know. Well, by the time September's you know ends, I'll be thirty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the club, motherfucker. My 20s are on their last leg. Hey, hey they're going to Christopher Reeves this shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker, okay? Shit. Oh, no. This motherfucker. I did that three years ago. Turned on his PS3 earlier today and gagged, going, oh, God, it's a vegetable on screen. <laughs> Because it's got the Christopher Reeves Superman background. He yeah, was like, oh, I forgot oh. about that. He was like, oh, God, a vegetable. <laughs> I forgot I left that on there. I'm sorry. Vegetables make me sick. I can't help it. There's a lot of other backgrounds on there. That was just my favorite one. Don't worry. I made my own profile and kept yours on there because you wanted it left on there. And that way I could see the waviness of the original PlayStation 3 screen because it's a hell of a lot better than Superman. Well, yeah, because all parts of that screen actually move. <laughs> nay, nay, motherfucker. <laughs> you should be able to go into your themes, and there should be a list of them. <clears throat> oh, fuck. Because, like, at least a quarter of the fucking hard drive is... Well, not even a quarter, maybe 15% of it is themes. That seems excessive. I think if I delete all the Superman shit off of it, I might have room for the rest of my games. Probably. Which is about, you know, 20 more. Oh, shit. I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Boy, no. Boy, no. <laughs> oh, hell's bells. And shotgun shells. Yeah. Fuck it, let's Kirk O'Brien this shit. Oh, sorry. 
What is it with people coining my fucking phrases? <laughs> Fuck! Guy says something once, and all of a sudden, it's the new phrase of the month. Oh, no, that was just perfect. What are you talking about? Here, have a candle. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have another candle. I just can't fucking win. <laughs> oh, shit. Because 90% of your phrases are fucking glorious. <laughs> like, here, have a candle. They're not even meant to be. And the funny thing is, you coined that one before my 30th birthday. Well, you know. You coined the, here, have a candle, right before his. You're right. See, here's the thing, though, Jesse. You're bitching about being 30 by the end of September. Mm-hmm. You should be happy. Because that means for the next 365 days, you're porn. Roman numeral for 10 is X. X, Technically, X. the whole time that you're 30, you're triple X, motherfucker. <laughs> but that doesn't happen to me. Because you don't look like Vin Diesel. You more look like Ice Cube. Hold on, give me a mirror. Excuse <laughs> oh. me. I don't think uh. I've spent that much time in the sun. <laughs> I'm talking more, you've got hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, shit, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going back on the PS3 shit. Here we go. You think we can swap hard drives? Will the hard drive out of a Fat Max go into a Slim Jim? Yes. Maybe. Why? There's 500 gigabytes in that one. There's one T on that. Wait, one of them has one T because we modified one of them. His. I thought... I'd have to look at the hard drives again. Yeah. But, I mean, I need I need to get yours finished out. The main thing that fucked me up on doing that was my fucking laptop. Oh, right, yeah. What was wrong? My charge port is fried on my laptop. No, what were you running into fixing his PS3? I literally just needed to swap it across. And I had everything set to do it on my fucking laptop. So I just basically just need to restart the fucking process. Well, that's that's all this. Why the fuck didn't you say anything? We could have had that done a long time ago. I know. I should have because had that done a long time ago. It would have been ago. better than working on a goddamn Xbox One. I mean, I can still get it done. I know where the hard drives are. I know where my cable's at. It's yeah. just a matter of plug it in, clone this one, plug this one in, Wait, you got it, the... copy it, Oh, done. fuck, you've got the cable. You've got a SATA cable. Yep. Wow, I don't need to ask your uncle for anything. I can just borrow your fucking SATA cable, fix his Xbox One home, and boom! The bitch part's going to be, you know, getting the hard drive out of the one. No, the bitch part is, is that me and you are always fixing his fucking consoles, and what do we get out of it? Can't Let's even off. get the motherfucker online to play anything with us anyway. Damn right. We need to quit fixing his fucking consoles. That way he has to get online with us. He can only have <laughs> one console to play. The only console that's broken is my one. Your PS3. That's why he's got the other one. I'll fix that fucking problem. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, yeah. No, because I, I told him I... Original Xbox, Sega, oh, yeah? Sega Genesis. <laughs> I will put a Barbie disc in your fucking Xbox. That ain't gonna work this time. Want to bet? Your Xbox. 
Are you talking about the Xbox? I thought you said the PS3. No, I said the Xbox. Oh, whatever I you said. said I, whatever you said that it happened to my PS3, so I, I automatically thought I said we were I talking about a, the PS3. I said I will put a Barbie disc in your Xbox. Oh, no. No, no. I wouldn't do that. I, I can't bring myself to do that. Not to a console. No. <laughs> you say that, I mean... Oh, you know, Sega Genesis, original Xbox, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, X or PlayStation 1. Talk shot! Ah! <laughs> PlayStation 2. <laughs> that was a quarter speed. How dare you? He used a quarter thrust. How dare I? About like this. <laughs> but how dare you only enter a quarter of the way? <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I couldn't exactly give you a nickelback. <laughs> I'm talking more like a dime bag. Oh. Jesus, Daryl. Oh, dime bag, Daryl. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <coughs> speaking of music, methamphetamines. Always. <laughs> Please. Promise. That is another freezing hey. yours. That is just promise. Exactly, it's going <laughs> into my fucking vocabulary now. Promise. <laughs> Technically, I got that one from a comedian. If I remember right, I actually got it from who was it? I remember the skit that it came from. Oh uh, he, he was talking about how he used to work at a. Uh, cable television show and he wanted to put the word midget on air. And he got told... It was John Mulaney. Because he got told no. He was like, but I want to. If you put the word midget on TV, there will be a riot of little people on this building. And I went, promise? <laughs> that's where I got it from. <laughs> that's right. Because that's the same special that he, uh, he went to the doctor. Was, I get nervous oh. on airplanes. He was... Oh, yep. I'm sorry. Yep, that was from his special new in town. Yep. <laughs> that, that's where I got it from, even though it's only one word. Yeah, that's why I say it like I do. I'm like, promise? <laughs> because every time I do, the thing that pops into my head is literally picket signs taller than the people holding them. Just riot, 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 riot. I mean, the great part is, is that you can disperse the riot with a water gun instead of a fucking fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> you won't even need riot shields. You can just use a buckler. <laughs> Be all South Park. <laughs> kick the baby. Don't kick the baby. Kick the baby. <laughs> Wee. Uh, <laughs> oh, It'd be shit. fantastic. But anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Uh, Rocklahoma was this past weekend. I know. Uh-huh. I had a chance to go. Why didn't you? Yeah, we had plans this weekend, that's why. Yeah, that's true. Because reasons. And oh, there was something else. It wasn't just that. Was oh, yeah, Nick's birthday party. I was going to say, yeah, you had a birthday party to go to. We had to deal with him. Only Uncle Sean, but... Yeah, my mom messaged me Wednesday. Hey, well, I've got an extra ticket. Fuck my life! Oh, well. Anyway, with Rocklahoma, Corey Taylor, the man who we all know is from Slipknot, Stone Sour, and his own fucking band, 
debuted a brand new mask at the show. Nice. Was it a Hello Kitty mask? I don't know. I didn't get to see the picture. Some bitch wouldn't load. I just have to ask my mom. Yeah, because you know she watched Corey Taylor. And they, they were there all weekend. That, that, that makes me wonder if, you know, while he was wearing the mask, if he's saying Samantha's gone. <coughs> wearing a Hello Kitty mask. <laughs> hey, it would be... It wouldn't be impossible considering, you know, Ryan Reynolds saying, you know, tomorrow wearing a fucking unicorn mask yeah. on a Japanese TV show. Yeah, that he did. While promoting bastard. Deadpool. Beautiful, beautiful bastard. So, um, also the Blackened album, or the Blackened playlist comes out this week. So, this week we get to... Uh, God oh, dear God. Do you need to go wipe after that one? <laughs> that, that sounds squishy. Maybe. Anywho, the Black and Playlist comes out this week, and we get our first fucking... We finally get to listen to the version of Inner Sandman that we've kind of been teased with. Oh, oh is it actually going to be on there? Care. The full version? Yeah. Fucking thank God. Yeah, it's the only one that they don't have fucking released yet. <laughs> Bullshit! I think it's just because Lars and them were just like, this is something special. We want to hide it until the end. I tease you. Oh, you're going to have to wait. There, there are 12 <laughs> songs and like, I believe over 40 fucking artists on it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. There are seven versions of The Unforgiven alone. Loud noises. <laughs> Somebody's popping bottles in this motherfucker. I'm a bust a bottle in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bust a nut. We were sitting outside smoking. He was telling me he uh, he was telling me about the Avengers uh-huh. and the mission that he's on. He was like, "Yeah, and of all the fucking people, I'm having to fight Monica." I looked at him and went, "Lewinsky." <laughs> I, told him, I wish. She smoked a cigar through her snatch. (laughs) The one Jewish girl that didn't know how to get a stain out. (laughs) You know, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't have happened if she was German or if she was German. Germans knew how to get rid of stains. (laughs) Was that out loud? (laughs) Those are Auschwitz. And you get a star. And you get a star. Now, 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 now! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Who are going to thank for Nazi? Nine. Ten. Sprigens oh. <laughs> of Deutsch. What'd you call me? There's two <laughs> things that I can't stand in this world. People who can't tolerate other people's nationalities and the Dutch. <laughs> Easy then, Nigel. Oh hell! Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I'm not Dutch. <laughs> so how was your weeks? Uh, I mean, having a week off, starting my part time Saturday, my part time schedule on Saturday. Uh huh. 
I think the part time's actually gonna work out pretty well. Cause those four hours, dude, they fucking flew by. That's good. Jesse, how much are we? I'm so round. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going, what, going handling Keller the, wasn't enough? No. Mm. Go in for the orientation tomorrow. Which means I'm not probably going to sleep tonight. Then start on the shop floor Wednesday. <coughs> means I'm probably not going to sleep tomorrow night. Wednesday is definitely going to be an interesting <coughs> fucking day, though. Because yeah. I start the shop floor out there, and then I do my, uh, my first part-time Wednesday up at the sheriff's office. No. Same day. You are going to be a tired bitch. Probably if I don't sleep for the next two fucking days. Uh-huh. Well, sleep then. Oh, is that right, Rambo? Is it just that fucking easy, Rocco? Fuck you, no shit. Just give him some fucking rope. Anyways. Yeah. I'll just give him the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no my kind of anesthesia <sighs> oh dear lord <laughs> but yeah yeah I'm excited for it though I think I'm gonna be a lot fucking happier honestly good maybe oh, very good maybe <laughs> at least she ain't got to deal with the stupid bullshit at the main shop yeah. beep beep we'll find out uh, we'll find out but I'm looking forward to it nonetheless. Because, you know, at least working a tank, if somebody pisses me off, I can hit them with a hammer and not catch a charge. <laughs> I mean... What? <laughs> I'll strike that from the record. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> anyhow. <sighs> so as long as you know somebody with a pack of pigs. All I'm saying is if you see me shuffling side to side going, oh, 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 just know somebody just got hit with a fucking hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and you went, it's hammer time, bitch. Yup. Wake up. Hammer time. <laughs> It's just standing in its standing in its standing in its. He just looks at the person. All right, stop. Hammer time. <laughs> Starts doing the dance. Ooh, wait. Hammer time. Bunk. <laughs> <laughs> that is some shit I would try if I was getting like mugged. I'd be like, just like, Ooh, wait. Hammer time. Pow. <laughs> Who's the bitch now? <laughs> I just wait for the day somebody tries to break into your house. Ah, me too. <laughs> because you have you have the doorstop. I ain't too worried about the doorstop. I'm, you know, I'm more worried about the shit poker. <laughs> poo poo blade. The poo poo blade. <laughs> oh yeah, the distance killer. Yeah. Seven foot katana. Keep it next to the toilet. Why? Because when you can't move. You've got seven foot of blade. <laughs> You're gonna earth that bitch. It's gonna be like watching a cutscene from Final Fantasy VII. It's gonna be like watching a cut. <laughs> and action! Cut! 
<laughs> like, have you ever wondered what it's like to have somebody's testicles on a shish kebab? There you go. <laughs> they just come walking in, just. <laughs> oh, uh, someone's in here. Shanky, shanky. <laughs> You do the hokey pokey and you turn them <laughs> around. That's what it's all about. Squish, squish. <laughs> you do the hokey pokey and you turn them inside out. <laughs> Yay! So, so we go break in and they're going to get literally right near, you know, flush with the toilet. And all of a sudden he's going to be like, oh, it's time. <laughs> oh, that went like butter. Here. Remind me not to walk into his bathroom. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm just gonna be sitting there and be like, found all I've waited for, and I could not ask for more. <laughs> I just run the fucking blade straight through him. <laughs> walk out of the bathroom. Ooh, right down Main Street. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Hell. Yep. Wait! Turn around! Bend over. <laughs> Time oh. for your physical! <laughs> Time for the colonoscopy. Oh, your colon's perforated. Sorry. Well, you know, if they turn the wrong way, I've still got the sheath, so I'll just, like, tap on the shoulder and be like, excuse me, yeah, I'm back here, poke. <laughs> Flashbacks! <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, shall we move on to our next segment? We can... Did you or we anything? can just continue to bullshit. Well, it's completely up to you. Just don't forget the fucking rope. I use an escape rope all the time. Mount Moon is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, Mount Moon isn't nearly as bad as Diglett Cave. Fuck that place. Rock tunnel. Fuck that place, too. <laughs> Champions Cave is a bitch too. Victory Road. Yep, Victory Road. That's what I mean. Victory Road. Yeah. <laughs> Rock Tunnel one. I hate Victory Road. To kind of quote Peacemaker, Victory Road is slang for the anus. Is there any kind of connection there? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it because you come to the end of your journey? That's why they call it Victory Road. <laughs> Yet for, you know, 20 years, Ash Ketchum couldn't make it to Victory Road. Well, you know... And he's still an 11-year-old! The fuck? Well, you he's know, those were... 20 years. Those were different times. So technically, he should be like 30-fucking-one right now. Yeah. Bastard's older than me. Yet they won't do that because you... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> The fuck was that? <laughs> I really gotta oil this table. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Raja, you squeak. Look uh, <laughs> at you, you screech. Gasly, you scary face. <laughs> <laughs> They're all frozen in fear. <laughs> Maybe. 
Holy shit, uh, he's asleep. Uh, no, he passed out from the gas. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He coughing so hard, he gaslit himself. <laughs> oh, God, that reminds me. You see this on the next one I sent you? Probably, but I don't remember it. Nope. Not talking about it on air. It's way too dirty. I do remember it. Use your hydro pump, bro. Yeah. So sort of like she was hi learned hydro pump. Yeah. I love that shit. Just like Blastoise, shoot your hydro pump, my dude. Snorlax learned hydro pump. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm finding some very dirty ones anymore. And I'm happy for it. Hey, there's nothing better than dirty anime. <laughs> called hentai. I know this. Dora recently became broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Netflix adaptation. Oh, man. Oh, well, I'd say we get on to our next segment. Get Nerd news! So. And we're back for our second segment, which is Nerd News. News nerds. Yup, yup. Turn to the nerds. Nerds. Join the dark side. We have cookies. And booze. And movies. So. These milkshakes ain't bringing anybody to the yard today. Anyhow, see, he says milkshakes. I see cottage cheese tubs. <laughs> You're just jealous. Sure. Anyway. You and your sour cream tubs. Damn straight. With easy squeeze top. It's not my fault I'm easy. <laughs> and here I am with French onion dip tubs. <laughs> So, Netflix is launching a Netflix original movie. They're calling it Red Notice. And I'm actually kind of excited for it. Because the three biggest named franchises in cinema right now is Marvel, Fast and Furious, and DC. And it's pulling one of each. Because the three main starting casts is Ryan Reynolds... Uh, Gal, no, yeah, Gal Gadot and Dwayne Johnson. Technically, Woo. technically, it's pulled two stars from at least. Nobody gives a shit about Black Adam. He's not as good as White Adam. Let's just face it; he doesn't work. Anyway, <laughs> I was more talking about Green Lantern. You dick. Me, me, me. Nobody. Ryan Even Reynolds. the editors didn't watch that movie. All right, he's Deadpool. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Technically, all three of them... Okay. Actually, all three of them have been in Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. All three of them have been in a DC franchise. And only one has been in a Marvel. Fuck. Smart. Either way. Technically, it was a Fox franchise, so... Either way. But, yeah. Well, there's the not Fox. a... Uh, as of right now, I don't think there's a release date on it. But um, it's going to be a Netflix original? I think it's around Christmas. 
Oh, well, fuck me. Why am I leading this shit, then? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. That that of a cast, I think it's going to be fucking awesome. Just the trailer was funnier than shit. the fact that Ryan Reynolds is going to be in it, it's going to makes it awesome. Oh, I know. <laughs> this would be the second film that him and The Rock have done. And I think, what, the third film that him and Gal Gadot have done? Mm-hmm. Because she was in, what, five and six? Mm-hmm. You're the one with the goddamn Fast and Furious franchise, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to know shit. Fuck you, I don't know shit. Oh, fuck, Rocco. You've been taking the hammer hits too many times. I don't give a damn. Uh, Whoa. What are you, Brenda and her beaver? So, as if communism wasn't bad enough, <laughs> China is actually instigating a new rule. Of, yeah. Of uh, anybody under the age of 18 can only play um, online games for three hours a week. Oh, cool. Yeah, as, that if means communi- college. as if communism wasn't bad enough. Right? I mean, thank God for that, because, you know, that means we're not going to have these fucking Chinese people on Call of Duty in the middle of the night going, Tonga Chicken Tong, being dicks. Tong 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 Ho! Where's the kitty? Where's the puppy? Meow meow! Me, my chicken, tell my hand. I can't say I've ever been cussed out by anybody in Chinese. Kung Pao Chicken! I've been cussed out by a lot of Americans. <laughs> <laughs> One German, and one guy that I think was from somewhere up north. (laughs) He was from Canada, eh? Aside from that, yeah, that's that's, that's pretty much it. No, he got cussed out by Santa. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) You're being a ho-ho-ho. I got cussed out by this guy before I even knew who the fuck he was. Yeah! Seriously. Fucking Battlefield 3. <laughs> Battlefield 3, PS3, back whenever you would get a kill and it would actually link your fucking chat audios for like three seconds. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this motherfucker! <laughs> After damn near a mile headshot. Speaking of headshots. I raged on that game so much. <laughs> but that's why your controller doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of headshots. Can we talk about what we did the other night in GTA 5? <laughs> um, I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> I don't know. Can we? Well, if anybody actually wants to watch it, just go to twitch.tv. Oh, yeah. The, the stream-ish thing. Yeah, the, the thing we did with the cars and the... And all the fucking mayhem that happened. Hey, the recreations, man. That is one thing that whenever me and Jeff started all of our shenanigans and extra shit in GTA, that is actually the slogan for the crew is all is fair and uh, all is fair in love and recreation. (laughs) So just just all you, the trouble that we had. So what, did you spook his horse and make it throw him off? And no. And he had to use his arms to crawl nope. away? Nope, nope, We did use a stallion, though. 
we were playing uh, GTA and we recreated uh, a certain infamous headshot. Wish you had a roof. <laughs> Needless to say, none of us had spell cards. <laughs> <laughs> but oh dear God, did uh? Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, we they're... were having a blast. We were literally having a blast with it. <laughs> there were a couple of times that uh. Oh my god! I felt that vibrate through the floor. <laughs> Scary face. Scary face. Oh god. He used Swift. Bill <laughs> Swift here with a fantastic new product. <laughs> anyway. His ghastly, you smog. Guys, I got a problem. I need some flex seal over here. <laughs> no, that's confusion. Oh, apparently my dog has deadly gas. Well, let me just take a cork and a hammer and I'll just hammer this cork into his asshole. <laughs> flex seal! <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, um... Yeah, our recreation of the Kennedy assassination. We yeah. took turns. Was there a grassy knoll involved? No, actually. Bell Tower. There, yeah, there's a... Uh, up in Toledo Bay, right next to the Cluck and Bell distribution plant, um, there's actually a building where you can actually get into the second story of. Hmm. And from there, you have street view, like right in front of it, and then a road running uh, basically parallel with you. And, uh, yeah, he... Levon pulled out a uh, stallion without the roof on it, mm -hmm. so it was a convertible. And we literally just took turns. One of us was driving, one of us was getting shot, and one of us was doing the shooting. Right. Uh, it was fucking phenomenal. It came around time for me to shoot. I had the cops on me. They were like, oh man, there's so many vehicles in the intersection. I was like, here, I'll take care of that. 25 grenades later. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure it was clear. <laughs> oh, it, it was fantastic because it was my turn to be shot. And we're doing this. And all of a sudden, the intersection right near him is full. Like, there are cars and semis oh, everywhere. And in, we, in a way, we each did our own rendition of it. Yeah. Because whenever it came time for me to shoot, like, the intersection was so full... Jeff literally pulled up and stopped, and he was, like, right in front of my window. No oh, hell. Yeah, he was driving, and Levon was the one getting shot. Mm -hmm. So, like, he pulled right in front of the window. I was just like, tink. <laughs> Greatest part about it, Jeff didn't even know he got fucking shot. <laughs> I'm serious. Just driving the car, sitting next to him. I headshot Levon. And Stammer just goes, oh, there's an opening, and goes around the corner and just da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Leon's like, are you going to come pick me up? And Stammer was like, wait, you got shot? <laughs> I was like, I am the assassin. <laughs> yeah, when we first started this, the fucking semi, like two semis fucking collided in that intersection and got stuck. And I don't know who did it, but they blew him up and just filled the cop, filled the intersection with cops and bystanders. I'm like, oh goody, this is really going to be you know, we've got a display. It happens. 
The second time around, all of a sudden, there are cops shooting at the window at him. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> cops are shooting at me. Jeff comes Jeff comes back down the road and turns that corner again. I pop up just enough, fucking send one around through the back, through the fucking back of the headrest and headshot him again. <laughs> that time Jeff noticed because he was like, oh, president's down, president's down. Wow! <laughs> fucking took off. Oh, man, it was... It was, it was, it was a good time. Then it got to be my turn in the, uh, the tower. <laughs> oh no, these fuckers are like, he, <laughs> he, the rules of engagement are out. We're going to start shooting back. The fuck? You made yourself seen. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I was just like, God damn it. They, they started shooting at the window. I'm like, no, this is bullshit. The fort is under siege! Yeah. I got my shot out, though. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. You sure the fuck did. <laughs> well, and see, the thing is that before I got in the car with Jeff, because he was driving and it was my turn to get shot, mm -hmm. we went around the fucking intersection once, and Jeff was like, Ow! Ow! God damn it! Shoot the passenger! <laughs> apparently, he kept shooting Jeff. <laughs> and so... We go around the block, and, like, we were just circling this block, because it brought us right in front where you're going basically uh, congruent with them, and then we turn the corner and you go parallel, right? Mm -hmm. We were just going around the block. So we got back around the beginning of the block, and I said, hey, hold on a second. And I took C4, and I threw it on the back of the headrest, and I was like, now we'll know if he gets a headshot. <laughs> got the headshot, never hit the C4. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like... The fuck do I know, apparently? <laughs> because the way that I put it, there was no fucking angle he would have been able to shoot me from mm -hmm. to not blow that the fuck up, right? <laughs> yeah, after he said that over the, uh, the chat, I was like, oh, really? Checked it again. Just like, really? But speaking of, you know, gunplay and tomfoolery and just general fucked upness, um... They have a confirmed cast for The Expendables 4. Oh, hell. Oh, yeah. So far, out of the original, they've got Stallone, Statham... Um, Couture, I think. Lundgren and Couture. They've got those four originals, and then they're also going to be joined by Megan Fox, 50 Cent, and Tony Jaw. See, they can't have The Expendables without Cruise, though. But it's like yeah, him. They've they've got the cast confirmed now. Oh, and they got those four to come back. I mean, I'm happy they're doing a fourth one because that those movies were literally just gun porn movies. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. oh. But you know, oh. I loved watching Terry Crews though. Him and then Jet Li. If they're doing number four, they've got to get Jackie Chan because Expendables two. They got Schwarzenegger, or well, one, two and three. One they got Willis. Two they got Schwarzenegger. Three they got Schwarzenegger. Yep. Two though they had Schwarzenegger, Norris, and Van Dam. Three they had uh, Atkins, <laughs> Schwarzenegger, and and Chuck. Yep. And the third one. They also had Willis. But they also had Rousey. So, I mean, they, they keep bringing in 
a lot of these actors and stuff that, you know, are awesome, and they bring in the 80s stars. Who better to round out the fucking cast of all of this, even if it's just a cameo? Hasselhoff. <laughs> I didn't think about that one. Who knew all we had to say was beef bud to shut him up? <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. He just drives by. Drives by in a talking car. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> These guys aren't fags. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kit, let's get out of here. This is boring. Sure, Michael. <laughs> Blows up in the end. Oops. Uh, yeah. Stallone's got a lot of movies movies he's doing. Um King Shark! <laughs> he's got a King Shark! No, I think that's nom nom. Shark King, ooh ha ha. <laughs> oh my god. That reminds me of, uh, what was it? Last night, night before. Uh, I think it was night yes. before. No, not night before, because that's when we did the, uh, the movie. Well, Friday night. Okay. Because we're doing that mission, and you go, hey, <laughs> King Shark. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like, nom okay, nom. So. We, okay, so the mission that we were doing is that you go to the... Basically, there's compound shitload of enemies, standard GTA shit, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you had the chance to do it silently, let's face it. It was me, Levon, and Stammer. Yeah, it's not that. No! <laughs> so anyways, we go flying in there all Leroy Jenkins-like and fucking Big Brother. Okay. And... Uh, we finally clear out everybody, and the guy takes off in a helicopter. Yeah. Well, Levon had his Vigilant, which was which is the Batmobile, mm -hmm. and me and Jeff were in Big Brother. Mm -hmm. And I literally clicked my mic on long enough to go, Hey, Levon, huh? see the chopper? Yeah. Chopper is num-num. Click. <laughs> and I clicked my mic back off. Me and Stammer go flying down the fucking... Like, we're going off-road, obviously, because we're in Big Brother. But, you know, we go chasing after this motherfucker. And I know Levon's behind us because I keep hearing... Somehow the sounds got reversed. Like, this motherfucker is just fucking... Firing fucking rockets everywhere can. <laughs> By this time, my vigilante is gone, so I'm pulling out the homing rockets, going, <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> choppers, no, no, do. yeah, it was great. They finally take down the chopper without me hitting it once, and <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but the <laughs> but the moment he said chopper is num num. I was like, yes! Get a better clean with Charmin. Sha, la, 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 la. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. But while we're on the topic of uh, action and stuff, something that we've kind of previously touched on as they've been released um, is how a lot of main rosters from WWE are actually transferring over to AEW. Yeah. Um, and, I mean... I saw, uh, like, a list of, like, eight or ten, and out of that list, I mean, I recognized five of them, because you've got Cole, yeah, which we hadn't previously talked about, mm -hmm. he's transferring, 
you'd mentioned CM Punk made his debut, what was it, last? Last week. Two weeks ago? Last week or two weeks. On the episode? Anyways, you talked about, you know, CM Punk. Um, I also mentioned that, you know, Daniel Bryan was coming. So, you know, Daniel Bryan, and then you've got Aleister Black... Yep. Which, he's going by a different first name now. Yeah, well, and so is Daniel Bryan. He's going by Brian Danielson. Well, and so <laughs> is... Oh, my God! Um, and another one is Christian, which he's not going by that name anymore. No, he's going by Christian Cage. So... God damn it, aim that motherfucker the other way. <laughs> I mean, AEW has a giant roster of former WCW, WWE stars, plus, yeah. you know... Newer talent from, like, Ring of Honor and right. New Japan Pro Wrestling. But, I mean, these are, you know, these were guys that, I mean, they hit the main stage. Yeah. Some of them hit it a lot harder than others and had a lot longer run than some. Yeah. And now they're, you know, in AEW. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I, I touched on with the CM Punk thing, you know, <laughs> Steve taking Darby Allen under his wing. You know, that, that right there... Is something that, you know, I wish The Undertaker would have done with WWE. Because, you know, if he would have done it with Bray Wyatt, that might have, uh, that might have, you know, kind of rocketed him up a little bit higher than where he's currently at. Because he's kind of, he's kind of staled and I don't know if he's getting released yet or not. I mean, if there's talks. If he keeps going this way, 2K needs to get their hands on the AEW rights because then wrestling no. games are going to go to shit. There is an AEW game in development. Nice. So, but... Well, so basically what you're trying to say is that AEW is going to be the death of WWE just like WWE is the death of WCW. And the way it's going? I mean, personally, it, I wouldn't be surprised. We're going to have another... We're going to have another wrestling war like we did with WCW and WWE. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully, Vince doesn't do what he did with WCW. You know, hopefully Vince is, you know, going to be gracious about it and go, okay, you Flies know. Flies them out and then drives them into the ground. Or he sends his top talent over there and bleeds them dry and then buys them out. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know. Vince is getting ready to step down, mm-hmm. and then you know you've got Paul. Stephanie and Triple Paul. H. Yeah, Paul. They're they're stepping up into it, but they've been really uh, supportive of AEW. I think even I think Triple H even showed up at one of the AEW shows hmm. just for the shits of it, just to show his support. So, honestly, hopefully going forward, those guys, you know, will have just a hand-in-hand harmony and kind of do something that's not been done. Do the cross, you know, cross promotion like Impact and AEW's done. See, the, the way that I'm seeing this is that you've got WWE and then you've got the retirement show. <laughs> <laughs> and yes... I'm referring to AEW as the retirement show. Because... I mean, that's what Impact a, was. A lot of the guys that are transferring to AEW have, you know, had their have had their runs, have had their storylines. They're the older... 
Well, I mean, not all of them are necessarily older. Right. But, I mean, they're ones that, you know, okay, got into WWE, ran my storyline, now my purpose is over. I mean, it's basic, AEW is basically the place for wrestlers to go to get out the fucking door. Well, and that's what Impact was for years. But you, you look at Sting. You know, he went from WCW to Impact, then finally made it to WWE, and now he's finally in AEW, but he's doing a mentor role, but still wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's... They're starting to transition to what um, Bob Buckland, uh, Arn Anderson, fuck, a lot of the wrestlers, even Ric Flair. Yeah. You know, they were they went into the mentoring role, but still wrestled a little bit. That's what AEW is becoming, is, you know, these seasoned guys are, don't do it. <laughs> Son of a deadly. Nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Not nom nom. But that's where I'm seeing with AEW, is they're bringing in a lot of these seasoned professionals, like the big show. Hell, even Shaq's getting in on it. What they season them with? Tennessee apple butter? With hellfire. Because, you know, you look at almost everybody that's been on the roster, they've wrestled The Undertaker and Kane. Yeah. So they've went through hell. But, anyway, we could sit here and just talk wrestling all night. Yeah, we're not going to fucking do that. No. (laughs) So... I don't know if it's fruition, concept, or what, but um, I believe it was you that actually shared the video of the, uh, like, the handheld Xbox. Oh, the the controllers and everything? They're concepts. How? Apparently, I didn't see that one. Basically, it it almost looks like a laptop, Mm -hmm. where the screen actually comes up, and then you have, like, a full Xbox controller right there. And now, I don't know if it's uh, almost like what the Dreamcast controller was, where it had a little screen on the controller. Yeah. Um, that was, that's, that's almost what it looked like. That, like, that was it, the PS5 one. The The Xbox one had the almost literally like a screen, like the phone. Well, mm-hmm. no. What I was trying to say was that I don't know if it's just a controller where what's on the screen on your controller is basically just your screen. Yeah. Or if it's standalone, I'd imagine it's just a copy screen. It is. But, I mean, it Where? looked kind of fucking cool. I mean, yeah. They, they added more concepts since the original video because the original video was a PS5 controller. Yeah. And they were swiping. And as they were swiping, you could see it on the screen. And it was showing what game was, you know, on screen. And I'm like, hmm, that's I mean, cool. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but at the same time, you know, Sony, they've got remote play. So, you can do the same thing off my phone. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, the concepts are really fucking cool. Now, the first one that we were talking about was the, the Xbox one. It literally looked like a fucking... It, it almost it looked, looked like, like a... small laptop. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it looked like fucking DS a little bit. Yeah. A and really big fucking DS. DS XL. But, I mean... Seriously, the, this motherfucker looked like he was two hands wide. 
Because yeah. the dude held it and pushed the Xbox symbol on top and the screen came up. And, yeah, like, dude, it seriously looked like it was, like, two hands wide. Oh, shit. And it looked like a big bitch. And the damn thing morphed. I mean, just morphed into the controller. I'm like, ha, ha, Gimme, gimme, gimme. Transformers? Oh. <laughs> Watch the video. I mean, dude, you'll love it. Um, do that real fast. Like I said, it was just, it's a concept thing. If if they work with all the devices that, you know, they've been shown, oh, I want to buy them. Just because. <laughs> Anywho, what you got next? I mean, yeah, the I understand the concepts and whatnot, but at the same time, it's like I said, you can do the same thing on your phone. So yeah, but it's not as cool. Fair enough. I mean, you I, you know me. We're all flashy I, bitches. You know me. I go for functional, not flash. Oh bullshit. Who painted an Xbox controller? Okay, that was decorative and not meant to be used. So get it functions. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Fucked up my second Xbox controller. <laughs> but on the con on the on the top of consoles, um Polymega. All in one retro console. Yeah. It, it's concept is kind of neat. You can either put your game in and play it, or put your game in, download it, yep. and basically play it off ROM. Yep. Which a lot of these ROM machines, I mean, they're making a pretty big, they're making a pretty big bounce back. Yeah. Where you know people would rather get a fucking ROM player. Pretty legit. I know, right? But you know, people are looking into the ROM players more and more now because you can just download the game and have numerous consoles. And you, you can preserve your library. Yeah. You're right over there. I'm not sure if I should invest in a fucking gas mask at this point. <laughs> but. I mean, <coughs> considering you're the one that's normally the one what? going, yeah, fucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> but um, what was the price tag on the Poly? Uh, or did it have one? It didn't have one just the moment. Okay. Because it it doesn't release for another couple months. Right. Well, I've seen that on there too. See, here's here's the thing with you know the Poly Mega, and then you they even did the one that was like the uh, NES emulator box mm -hmm. you know where it looked it almost looked like an NES but it didn't have the flap that came open yeah. it was just an emulator machine yeah the thing is is that I mean you look at the pricings on some of these you could you can essentially make your own off of a Raspberry Pi for like a tenth of the fucking price yeah I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, they, they're not cool, they don't look cool, you know, and the compatibility with the controllers and stuff like that. If I'm going for a emulator machine, a ROM player, right, mm -hmm. I would rather do it through the means of the Raspberry Pi where I can put like a fucking four terabyte hard drive on it yeah. and have every game ever made from NES all the way to fucking PS2. 
Why stop there? Graphics card and processor mainly. Honestly, you'll be lucky if you get PS2. That's fair. But, I mean, and even, I mean, you'd probably even be struggling to run, like, original Xbox and PS1. But, basically, everything from there backwards, mm-hmm. the processor on Raspberry Pis and everything else will hold up to play anything from there up. Yeah. I mean, basically, anything from fucking NES to N64, you can play on a fucking emulator. Right. And building one out of a Raspberry Pi, yeah, you can definitely play any of those. Yeah. I mean, plus you can get, you know, like if you do one off of a Raspberry Pi, you can get Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Mm -hmm. DS is the only one that's a little bit of a bitch. Like DS games. It it, it is possible and can be done. Yeah. It's just kind of a bitch. Because... To try and play... It, it has it has a DS simulator. Well, have you ever used it? Yes. So you know what I'm talking about, about yes. how for some reason when it's handheld, it's not that big of a deal. But when you're playing on a fucking screen, like on a computer, somehow mm. it makes it like ten times more of a bitch yeah. to play DS games. I don't understand yeah. why. Yeah. I really don't. But regardless, yeah. whenever it comes to these, don't get me wrong, yeah, they're cool. Like the, you know, the one that the NES... Look alike, the you know, the got NES released. Classic, yeah. Where there was know, another had, one too, where Super Nintendo SNES Classic, and they yeah. also had a PlayStation Classic, yes, they did. But, yep, that was it. You know, with the NES, you know, you had the classic controller and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, that's great. Nowadays, you can get them through USB and plug them straight into your fucking computer, yeah, no problems. And you can build an emulator machine the same size. With twice the fucking power for a tenth of the price. And honestly, with controller mapping and 90% of controllers plugging in USB nowadays, yeah, go get yourself a knockoff PlayStation, Xbox, whatever your preference is, and you can literally map the controls, even if it is a NES where you've got two buttons and a directional pad. Yeah. You can map those buttons. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Those controllers have every button you would need through all the consoles up to in you know up to N sixty four. Yeah. I mean that that's my only thing with them. Don't get me wrong, they're cool. Yeah, it's awesome. If you don't have you know if you don't have the know how, I understand just you know buying one pre built. But if you know somebody that can do it. Mm-hmm. Just buy the Raspberry Pi and do it that way. It's going to be so much cheaper, and you're going to be able to do so much more with it. Yeah. Right. And I say that from experience, because Austin made one out of a Raspberry Pi. He literally, like, whenever the Raspberry Pis first came out, mm-hmm. he bought one just to fuck around with it, and then turned it into a fucking emulator machine. There you go. And, like, we started out, first game we tested was... NES Gauntlet. Huh. We fucking love that game. But we tested that one, and then we were like, all right, cool. It can run these. And then we tested uh, Army Men's Sergeant Shootout, where you play as the green Army Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We tested that one out for the N64. Nice. It was awesome. 
There you go. Anybody got anything else for nerd news? Um, kind of go with the Expendables thing. Like we were talking earlier, and I kept getting interrupted with nom nom. Um, <laughs> what? Sylvester Stallone actually has his own uh, nom nom. His own superhero movie coming out called Samaritan. Nom nom. It, it's kind of a interesting concept. Nom nom. Like you keep saying nom nom, it's just me throwing me off. No, that nom nom. <laughs> Asshole. The only, hand? I mean, I yes, mean, that's a hand. The only news that I've got is I added to my console collection over the weekend. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I added a PlayStation 3. Yeah. Slim. You're welcome. Super slim, actually. Well, look at you getting the. I don't know why what. <laughs> My brain went duh. <laughs> oh god, he's going Microsoft on us. He went home and breathed. Arrow four or four. Found, not found. Oh god, Windows Vista. <laughs> Sorry, I had to task force Internet Explorer closed. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Ugh. Oh. At least you got the Jenny Craig of PS3s. Thank you, Firefox. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you Internet Explorer. That was miserable. Oh, God. <laughs> that reminds me of a fucking joke I saw over the weekend. Huh. It was that, uh, you know, that death one where, you know, he's got, like, the animal and all that. Yeah. He's got the Internet Explorer. He, yeah. He yeah. Time for you to come with me. He's like... Time for you to come with me. Starts walking off. Internet Explorer still sitting there. Shows him peeking back up over the cloud. Internet Explorer not responding. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Uh, the second panel was like, let's go. <laughs> Internet Explorer not responding. <laughs> but. Anyhow. Uh, as far as I know, the concept of Samaritan is he's no, a retired no. superhero. Mm-hmm. And he's. It's almost like a cross between Unbreakable and like um, like Kingdom Come, where like Superman went to hiding. He said Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> but you know, he he's hung up the, the cape and everything, and he said cape. You want me to just start saying the actual funny words? <laughs> he said hung. <laughs> he said butt. <laughs> he said come. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Anyway. Yeah, that, that's all the, uh... That's all I want to talk about with that. I don't know if it's this year or next year it'll be out. Now you can say num num. Notice how carefully he... (laughs) (laughs) Notice the vocabulary change? (coughs) As soon as we started staring at him, just waiting, (laughs) his vocabulary went a full 180. (laughs) We're going to move on to the next segment now. Vegetables. The vegetable... Wait, we're reviewing VeggieTales this week? What the fuck? No, those movies are the beginning of the year. 
And we're doing all four of them. Yeah, he said doing. <laughs> <laughs> you think his favorite song is the wheels on the bus go round <laughs> the bones in my leg go snap crackle pop snap crackle pop snap crackle pop. I think his favorite song before he died was you know Hero from Ricky Iglesias. I was going to say Pony, but whatever. <laughs> no, that's his most hated song. There goes my hero. You thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> hey, for the bushes. Hey, thinking what I'm thinking? Put my neck on that rock. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Next is the movie review. And we're back to the final segment, which is our movie review. You came too early story of your fucking life, isn't it? Anyway. <laughs> if you don't know what that theme is, it is from the movies, the Police Academy series. Oh, fantastic fucking movies. Yeah. And we are reviewing movies <laughs> one and two. I, I, I just watched the first two the other day, and I must admit... They're pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're we're talking about PM Police Academy 2, the first assignment. Uh, now, before we get into it, because me and you have seen them numerous times. There <laughs> I were, think we spent a whole week there watching was, them back to back to back to back to back. Oh, fuck yeah, we did. There were, there was, excuse me, a virgin to the Police Academy movies. Got to watch him for the first time. Jesse already said that. We we popped his police academy. Cherry. Yes. So we popped his tackleberries. So hard. <laughs> so, with that being said, before me and you, Leon, put in our two cents. Jesse, seeing him for the first time. Mm -hmm. What is your take on the first police academy movie? <coughs> We'll say it's not the funniest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a few funny parts in it. Just. Just what? He's wearing the Ford shirt, so his brain's going. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, he's rusting. He's been backfiring all night. So have you. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. Um, that was the first shirt I grabbed. I didn't realize what I was doing. Um, he went Windows Vista. Era 404. Style not found. No, I mean... Just an all-in-all -all good movie, really. I mean, I, I mean it's definitely it's definitely got a decent story behind it. I guess you could say. Well, and I understand, you know, not the funniest movie you've ever seen because it, it it's not non-stop comedy. No. But it's that fucking tongue in cheek moments of absolute hilariousness. Yeah. No, I mean, whenever the, the, the funny parts that did come about in that in that movie, they did make me laugh. 
fairly hard. Especially whenever it comes to Tackleberry. <laughs> and now you see why we've been calling you Tackleberry all yes. week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think my favorite part with Tackleberry was uh, whenever he was pissed off because he missed out on the gunplay. <laughs> <laughs> Starts beating his head on the cop car. What's the matter with this man? Well, sir, there was gunplay involved, and he, he missed it. <laughs> Honestly, as as we continue to watch these movies, you will grow to love Tackleberry more and more, mm-hmm. <laughs> and grow to relate with Tackleberry more and more. Mm-hmm. But it, as far as the first one goes, I I fucking love the movie. I do. And, I mean, I do have to agree with Jesse. It's not the funniest movie that I have ever seen. But it is still a comedy classic to me. I mean, you had so many stars in it. And so many references that have came from this series. Not necessarily just the first one. But through the entire series. It has been referenced so many times in other things, and it really set the spotlight for several of the actors in the series. Yeah. I mean, Gutenberg. Winslow. Funny, funny motherfucker. And he went on to play several, several different roles of, you know, the comedy style. And he does it fantastically. One that, and it really set this guy on the map, like you just said, Michael Winslow. The human beatbox. The man of a thousand sounds. Yeah. Ten thousand sounds. I mean... Not a thousand, ten thousand, get it right. It, you know, it put him on the map whenever people realized that all of the sound effects that he made, and a lot of the sound effects that were in the movie came from him. Yeah. You know, I mean, because he went on to join, you know, the Mel, Bo- the Mel Brooks group. Yeah. And it was that and, movie that put, you know, put him in Mel Brooks's viewpoint. And speaking of him and Mel Brooks, how much did you, how, how much did you say that Mel Brooks saved just by casting him? Uh, A thousand. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. Just, just in sound effects cost. Yeah. Just in sound effects because he he casted Michael Winslow. Yeah. And had Winslow do the sound effects. Yeah. And I mean that says something when you know you have an esteemed director that makes this fucking comedy that <clears throat> it's raunchy but it's uh. It, they has went on to become a cult fucking classic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was the start of the spoof genre. Oh, yeah. Or, well, it wasn't the start of it, but, you know, Mel is the director that really got the, uh, the spoof genre on the map. Oh, yeah. But, you know... I consider him the Weird Al of movies. Technically, Weird Al should be considered the Mel Brooks of music, but regardless, 
that's not unfair. I mean, no. That, that's that's a good point. But going back to the police academy, you know, you had Bubba Smith who played Hightower. Yeah, NFL player. Mm-hmm. Who was part of the Oilers? Was was it the Oilers? He played on three different teams. Uh, was one of them? Did you say one of them was the Redskins? Back when they were the Redskins. Yes. Um, he also played on. Uh, he also played in Los Angeles. For which one? I want to say. I don't know. You guys would have to look it up real quick because uh, Rams okay. and Raiders. I he played. Hold on. Because he played for the Las Vegas Raiders as a defensive yep. end, Raiders. the Baltimore Colts as a defensive end, Houston Oilers as a defensive end, and then he also played for Michigan State as a defensive end. So he played his so he played his college ball in, at Michigan State. Yep, Michigan State Spartans. And then he went on to Houston Oilers, Baltimore Colts, and the Las Vegas Raiders. All as defensive end, which you literally look at Bubba Smith. Yeah, his name is adequate. Hightower. This is a big motherfucker. He's a huge dude. Fuck yeah, he is. He Lou Ferrigno'd in the first movie. You you look at him and go, damn! And not, it's you know, like a Gabriel Iglesias, damn... You know, this dude is built like a brick shit house. Yeah. Yeah. A fucking eight foot tall brick shit house. And in one part in the first movie, um, which is about three quarters of the way through, he actually, uh, you see him in the movie, he flips a cop car over. Yeah. And that's no small feat because those there, some bitches were metal back well, then. Well, and it's not just that, but there were no. Wires, jacks, special effects. It was just him. It was just him, just like Lou Ferrigno did back in the Hulk TV show. Yeah. Where he flipped a car. Okay. Bubba Smith did the same thing, where it was just him. Mm-hmm. And considering he flipped that car on his own, think about getting hit by him in football. <laughs> hey, looky there. There's Bubba Smith. No, thank you. There's yeah. your obituary on the Monday paper. No shit. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, yeah, you had Bubba Smith, Michael Winslow. You had, you know, Gutenberg. You had just this entire list. That continued. Yeah. A good chunk of them continued through the series in either the first four films or sporadically throughout. Because you had... Oh, what was his name? The one with glasses that was so accident-prone. I can't remember mm. his name. Yeah. Don't ask me. But, I mean, th- this cast continued on, not only in this franchise, but managed to land some bigger roles in movies later on down the road because they starred in this series. Well, you look at Gutenberg, he did Three Men and a Baby. Mm-hmm. Three Men and a Little Lady. Airplane. Yeah, I remember you guys saying something about that. You look at Winslow. He, he after all of these movies. Spaceballs and the TV show. Yep. He also did the Police Academy TV show. Yep. Which, my biggest gripe with the whole thing is they snubbed his ass hardcore and just left him as a sergeant. 
we're not going to get into that right now because I can rant and rave all over that. But, you know, Winslow also went on to do the Sharknado series. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, we're not going to get into that. Okay. Well, we will one day. Oh, no, no, no. There's a movie that I have to find that we have to watch. Because, speaking of the whole Sharknado thing... In all the references you make to Children of the Corn, there is, <laughs> no, no, there is a real movie, and it is a real fucking movie, yeah. that is named Shark of the Corn. Oh, God damn. On Amazon Prime. Is I it saw just it. as stupid? Yes. No. Yes. There's also Lamageddon. Don't know, never seen it. Either way, Shark of the Corn. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, had to bring that up as soon as you said Sharknado, because holy fuck. Saw, <laughs> saw the trailer for it. Oh my god. i tell you what. Awesome. One of these times, when I can actually find the movies, there is one that I want to watch. Just in... Yes, I'm going to make both of you suffer through it. Okay. Because there's one movie that I have seen and heard about, and I've never got the chance to watch, but I want to. Yeah. Just because of how stupid it sounds. Oh, shit. The movie is literally called Rubber. Oh, God damn it. Don't. Don't make me suffer through that one again. Again? I've seen it. Mm. Um, I've also seen them. I'm, that, that terrifies me a little bit. Okay. I've also seen either the Rift Track or Mystery Science 3000. The. Mystery Science Theater 3000. The track concept on it. behind the movie Rubber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is a serial killer tire in oh, Jesus Christ? Uh, where is it? Nevada. Yep. Yeah, it is a serial killer tire. It was made back in the days of Killer Clowns from Outer Space, um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, back when B movies were king. Anyway. Yeah. It's okay. If he makes you suffer through rubber, get him with one of yours. One of his rubbers? No. What the fuck you talking about? Both bro, you, look, both of y'all's polo game is weak. <coughs> Two to three. So? But, regardless, the, you know, the first Police Academy movie... It set the path for six more films afterwards. And TV show. And the TV show. I mean, and that's something to be said for back in those days. Mm-hmm. Because it spanned from, what, the mid-80s? Is that when the first one came out? No. Er, I want to say the late 70s, early 80s. Because it was after, I think, two or three... That we had Spaceballs. Because it was... Winslow was established in the Police Academy series for a couple of films before he got to do fucking Spaceballs. Okay, so the first Police Academy movie came out in 84. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's... here's The reason that I... You know, the reason that I bring this up is because in the mid-80s, for a franchise to run for that many movies, mm-hmm. if it wasn't a horror film, mm-hmm. it was pretty <laughs> fucking impressive. 
okay? Because they were literally released 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89. Mm hmm. Okay, the first six, there was one a year. Or, excuse me, the first five. No, six. Yeah, six. Fuck, which one is it? Six. The first six. <laughs> and then Police Academy 7 was released in 94. Okay, but to release one a year for six years straight... Uh, is that why that one was worse? Because it was made in the 90s? Uh, no. I mean, I was made in the 90s, so... No, no. It, it was literally the worst because there was only, what, three... I only say three, if not four, of the original cast. Well, okay, mm. you had Lassard, Harris. You had, um, okay, five, because you, you had Tackleberry. Did you have Proctor? No. Okay, no. you had Tackleberry. You had, you had Jones. Jones. Then, um... Oh. Tackleberry, Jones, Lassard, Callahan. Harris, Callahan. Yep. So I know for a fact you had those five. And then, um... Those were the only ones that went to uh, permission to Moscow. But and they threw in so many new characters that you're just like, duh, fuck. Yeah. But. But anyways. They, they wanted Hightower back instead of. Um, oh, god damn it. The fucking. Instead of the main, I, I want to say main baddie of the first one, the lieutenant Harris. Yep, Harris wasn't supposed to be in it. It was supposed to be Hightower. It was supposed to be Hightower and Bucks. Uh, her name, the quiet one. Bucks. Bucks. It was supposed to be those two, but. It was actually supposed to be just Hightower, but he wouldn't do it without her. Yep. Anyway, we're digressing from the first one. Yeah. So, anyways, for the first one, just because of the influence that these movies had, and to see how it started the careers of so many actors, I mean, I'd give it four crowns. And see, I loved it. The first... The first 30 minutes of them setting everything up was meh. And the last 30 minutes was great, you know, action-wise. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's... From then... From the first 30 minutes on is where you get your barrel of laughs. Oh, yeah. My favorite part so far... One of my favorite parts was the, uh, the Blue Oyster Bar. <laughs> and that has went on to be... A running gag. A running fucking gag for all these years. Yeah. No, so, I mean, they even kept did, it in the second one. But they kept it through... No, I'll say, through remember, I haven't got five. five. Well, I haven't got to watch the rest of them. Okay, the Blue Oyster Bar is in the first five. Mm-hmm. Because six and seven don't take place in Metro. Yeah. Gotcha. But... It's in the first five. I, I just, right. like, after it... So, did they have a party or not? Yeah, 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 they did. Well, what so, happened to them? Uh, d dancing. Mostly dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and Harris just stay there dumbfounded like, the fuck? 
had they really known what happened. <laughs> now, like I said, what? for the first one, I'd have to give it four. I will give it... I'd give it three and a half. Being the first entry, it's not as funny mm-hmm. as two through four, but it sets up the whole world. Yeah. And there is one particular scene that I think is my absolute favorite after, you know, Harris just fucking humiliates Mahoney, making him run behind him. He gets on the fucking dirt bike and horses ass. And then everybody's reaction afterwards. Right? (laughs) Hair just flips. Yeah. But I will give it 3.5 out of 5 crowns. Now, on to the same. Yeah, the thing with the thing with movies is I have to kind of watch them two or three times before I can actually get a full hang of them. Right. But uh, through my first experience with the first movie, I'd say I'd at this moment I'd give it four crowns. Fair enough. So, damn, I'm the odd man out this time. Uh oh. So. All of them have graduated from the academy, and it's time for them to get their first assignment at Precinct 14? 16. 16. Yeah, I was sorted with numbers, don't worry about it. <laughs> I just remember 16 because that's the uh, when the lady shatters the fucking glass. Yeah. She just smiles and walks. Yeah. Either way, their first assignment, <laughs> Precinct 16. Mm-hmm. Struggling. One of, one of my favorite fucking things about the second one, though. Is one of the character introductions. Zed. Fucking Bobcat. His character of Zed. Oh, God. Oh, man. See, see, you chuckle chuckle about it. Uh As you watch more of the series, you will get to see more of Bobcat. And it is fucking phenomenal. That's fair. Now, since, you know, he went first last time, I'll go first this time, and then we can work our way around. Always gotta take lead. Hey, you know what? (laughs) Back and forth this bullshit. The second one. The second one. The first assignment. So much more funnier than the first one. Mm Mm-hmm. When they get to... The precinct. We're met with Mauser, the Harris stand-in, who looks almost like just a chubbier version of Harris, mm-hmm. who is an absolute asshole. Yeah. And we're also yes, introduced to our first Proctor. First proper introduction of Proctor. We got to see him in the first one as the man who brought Harris's hat, but we're not properly introduced to him and. Till the second movie. The doting dumbass that is basically the, uh, oh, 
basically the stooge. I was about to pull out a DC reference. He's the Otis to Lex Luthor. Pretty much. If only we knew what you were talking about. Anyways. I know. I break my neck for this shit. <coughs> anyway. They get on their first assignments. And it's fucking awesome. Because Tackleberry gets to do motorcycle duty. And when he gets down there, he acts all eager, and he meets his partner, who's a female. And he acts all pissy, and just, eh, I don't like it, till she whips out her gun. Hmm. And then, that's the moment we start seeing Tackleberry go, oh. Each of these guys just goes out and has their, meets their partners and all this, and Hooks gets fucked over hardcore. Oh, yeah. But we're introduced to Zed, the bad guy of the film. And in typical 80s fashion, he's just the, I'm not going to take a shit. I'm not giving a shit, not taking shit, just, I'm doing what I want. And the poor fucking shop owner of the chandelier store... <laughs> gets to meet these new recruits firsthand with 12,000 rounds <laughs> that was mostly due to Tackleberry's partner whipping out that machine oh, gun and just yeah. blasting away while Tackleberry's standing there with an erection <laughs> and it's just all sorts of a clusterfuck because you know you have Mahoney and his partner going in to check it out then um when, and the whole thing was sabotaged by fucking Mauser and Proctor. Yeah. Yeah. But I absolutely, I want to say it's, I don't want to say it's Foster, but Fosbear is the accident prone guy. And when he gets his foot caught in the bear trap and starts shooting. All hell breaks <laughs> loose. Mm-hmm. Winslow was not used to great effect until near halfway. It's like, you had some funny moments with him in the beginning. Especially when he gets his partner and, you know, the guy's just a typical fucking racist asshole. And he Fackler. starts... Fackler. There we go. Fackler. Fackler's so accident-prone, it's not even funny. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the first movie. It's this poor wife with all the, the door and the suitcase, and then drives her to the police academy. Throws her off. Anyway. Once we get into the later part of it, you know, you have Jones just shine. <clears throat> and his voice talents were on display. Mm-hmm. The fight scene. Classic. That was the first time we got introduced to him doing the uh, the voiceover. The Yeah, the classic karate voice non-matching. Yeah, the kung fu, no, you know, the, the dub, not link up. Yeah. And he does it perfectly. Oh, yeah, he does. But then again... The Blue Oyster Bar scene with Hightower. 
He's throwing the bad guys in or out left and right. Mm-hmm. And at the end, the whole gang at the bar just circles around him going, Oh, big boy. Then again, I did like his football scene where they're like, Hey, hey, Cobb, oh, yeah. throw it back to us. Throws it and takes that kid, just hits the kid hard enough with the ball that he flies into the garage door and hangs himself. Right. So, that, the second one, especially with the ending, and all the little gags throughout, I would give it four and a half (coughs) out of five crowns. Now, your turn, Nate. Oh. Or, your turn, Jesse. I don't care. I don't care either. (laughs) Go for it, Jesse. Roach it, go for it. Whenever it comes to the second one. You won the toss. Um, I think one of my favorite scenes out of the whole movie is it, it involves Hightower. <laughs> and the Blue Oyster Bar. Oh, yeah. And the fight scene. <laughs> right? Well, you know, you got the you got members of the gang that go in, they get into the fight with all the gay dudes. Then, uh, then you got Mahoney, he's like, yeah. I'll be right back. Runs his, in, not four seconds later, gets, gets thrown back yeah, out. Yeah, gets his ass thrown back out of the bar, and then fucking Hightower try, comes up and tries to go in. Like, oh, you don't want to do that, blah, 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 blah. He goes in, fucking. He goes, I'll be right back. Comes out with it. fucking three dudes, and like, I'll be back. <laughs> Take these to the truck, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And off screen, you start seeing, or you just start seeing these guys fly on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it's just they they cut scene and go to the truck and just fucking the whole bit caged in beds full of dudes. You have the right to cable TV. That's an important one. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, another good one is whenever. Uh, Tackleberry goes into the bar and tells Mahoney he needs to talk to him. That was a music version of the whole it's bar. Like it's, pers- like, it's like, it's a it's a personal matter. Right, come to the bar, I'll, I'll buy you a drink. Fuck starts talking to him next thing you know, he fucking screams through the whole bar that he's like, I'm still a virgin! <laughs> the whole bar gets quiet and he's like, fuck. But, uh, nonetheless, you know, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with one of your comments here, Leon. It is a bit funnier than the first one. Yeah. Especially the Tackleberry <laughs> date scene, okay? Let me get back to her. That, yes, that's funny. <laughs> um, Another scene that we, were, we just kept looking at you. Tackleberry! But, uh... Although, I think the way I say it is like... Tackleberry! <laughs> But all in all, you know, it's it's definitely a good movie. And I'm in, I'm in agreement with you. I'd have to give it four and a half crowns. You know, I need to get in the groove of saying clowns, not crowns. Yeah. All right, Mahoney taking his test in the first one. <laughs> but, I mean... I'm glad that you like the second one. 
I mean, it was a lot. Every scene the Tackleberry had kind of stole it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, honestly, I mean, yeah, it kind of set up the way for Tackleberry in the first one with his, you know, with his love of guns and shit like that. But you really didn't, I mean, because, you know, like the firing range scene in the first one. <laughs> Motherfucker uses basically Joker's gun and blows up a fucking target. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you get that, and then, you know, at the end, it's like, well, there was gunplay, sir, and he wasn't involved. I mean, those were really the main two scenes of, you know, really getting to show Tackleberry. Well, the firing range. Well, yeah, the shotgun range, too. Hmm. But, you know, getting to show the extremeness of Tackleberry, and even, like, the training with Harris of, you know, I am a perp. <laughs> I mean... Don't <laughs> move! You had, you know, you basically you only really asshole. had, like, yeah. Oh, you're dropping, drop asshole, or I'll blow your fucking balls off. Shackleberry. <laughs> we really need to have a talk. We really need to have a talk. But, I mean, you basically had those four, right? Yeah. Then, the second one, you actually got to see more of Tackleberry expand and, you know, really fill out the character. And it was amazing. at it I mean they they got better the sixth one I think was where they hit the peak and mm -hmm. the seventh one they were just trying to fulfill the contract that's honestly the way that it kind of seemed yeah but as far as the second one with you know the character introductions with uh, Sweet Chuck which is the store owner yeah. that we've been referring to. And you'll meet him again later on. Yeah. Because, like, well, and that's what I mean by these introductions, is a lot of the people that played, you know, minor parts in the second one, and even some in the first, they go on to be some of the more main characters later on. Yeah. Like Bobcat. Or Zed. Um, but... One of my favorite scenes of the second one, honestly, is when they go shopping. When Zed's gang goes shopping. Because you've got Sweet Chuck in the fucking arm cast. He's like, oh, fruit loops. And then he gets thrown in a fucking shopping cart. Zed just walks up to him. <laughs> and, oh my god. I cannot <laughs> wait to review three and four. Because the chemistry between fucking Zed and Sweet Chuck is fucking hysterical. It is. But, like I said, my favorite scene has to be when they go shopping. Because, you know, they just walk in like they fucking own the place, and then you got fucking Bobcat, and his voice is like, let's go shopping! And then as they're walking out, he stops and looks at the attendant and goes, I found a lot of really great bargains here, and then walks out. Like, love, it's just fucking hysterical. I love the uh, cashier. Wait, you forgot your stamps. Yeah. But, but, I mean, you're right. The second one is funnier than the first. But you also think about it. The first, they're stuck in the academy. Yeah, the first one had plenty of its own funny moments. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you were kind of restricted on what you could actually do with them being in the academy. No. The second one, they're out of the academy. 
it opens up a whole new fucking world for these guys to play in. And, yeah, it is funny. And, oh, yeah. I mean, personally, I'd have to give it four and a half. Just because not only did it introduce, you know, it didn't, like, the first one introduced the main cast and set up the world and everything else, and that main cast continued on to do so much more. But the introductions to some of the characters that we get in the second one that really stepped up and took main or major roles in the later on in the series. Oh yeah. Oh, it is amazing. I mean, I, like I said, I'd have to give it four and a half. And you know, to jump in with your Zed Bobcat, every scene that he walked into, he just he stole it. Oh, he did. And my. One of my favorites with him is near the end mm-hmm. when Mahoney goes, Hey, anybody got a light? And he just blame yeah. you up. You, you should really stop smoking. It's bad for, for your health. <laughs> you should really stop smoking. Yeah. It's bad for your health, man. Yeah, I've been thinking about quitting anyway. But, well, we reviewed two Police Academy movies. There's five oh, more to go. Oh yeah. And like I said, the the first six are fucking amazing. The they seventh are. one, it had its funny moments, but yeah. At the same I time, mean, it just didn't feel right. Personally, the first four to me are the best. Five and six, yeah, they were great, but they just had something missing. But we'll get to that later on down the road. Yeah. So. I think that uh, pretty well wraps everything up. Yeah. Um, yeah we're so talking. I, I can't say much on anything past the second movie. Well, and so. that's why we're stopping now. Right. We're, we'll get you there. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Well, one thing you and I talked about before we started this last segment. Right. Right. Yes. Righto. Righto. If you want to see more or hear more of our shenanigans. Well, technically see and hear. Yeah. See and hear our shenanigans. Yeah. Outside of the podcast. If you don't want to wait a week to hear our beautiful crow scratching voices. (laughs) Uh, We do stream on Twitch sporadically at twitch.tv slash kingalevon. It is sporadic. It just kind of depends on everybody's schedule. But we will post it on all three of the Facebook pages. Uh, Mine, well probably all four. Mine, Jesse, Nathaniel's, and our King's Legion page. Yes. Um, and I will even hit, throw a link in the description for this week's episode. But, yeah. No, we have a lot of shenanigans that we like to do. Oh, yeah. Whether it's GTA, Avengers. Oh, I mean. The Forest. I mean, you know, whenever we're not talking nerd news or movie reviews you know, on, on this podcast, and we're just kind of sitting around shooting the shit. No. I mean, yeah, it it's more of that, but way fucking worse. We we have fun, we have jokes, we do have some deep conversations sometimes, mm-hmm. but we, we try to have fun with it. So, that being said, for this week... I've been Levon. I've, I've been, been Jesse... Here. Nathaniel. Yeah! God damn it, why do I got to be the gay one wearing a Ford shirt? Uh-huh. I want to redraw. <laughs> I said I was Jesse. Fuck up. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about, you know, the DC guy. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. What, just because he's vegan loves vegetables? You too, why? Anyhow, we will see you guys for the next episode. Bye! (laughs) Bye for now! Really, nothing from you, Jesse? Damn.